The second kind of reaction we're going to look at is also a double displacement or exchange reaction, and it's the reaction between an acid and a base. And while the driving force for a precipitation reaction was the formation of a precipitate, in an acid-base reaction, the driving force is actually the formation of water. Now, before you took Chem 221, you might have think, ah, water, no big deal, you know, whatever, it's all around us. Water is pretty important for lots of reasons in chemistry. Um, we've already seen how it's able to dissolve a lot of ionic compounds and make them dissociate. Forming water is actually a very exothermic process. Lots of energy is given off and making water is actually a big deal in chemistry, which is kind of cool. The reaction of hydrochloric acid and sodium hydroxide is an acid-base reaction. A color-changing indicator allows us to see that a reaction occurs. Most of the time, when acids and bases come together, you don't really see anything. So, and as an example of this, sodium hydroxide, NaOH, plus hydrochloric acid, HCl, um, sodium and the H plus trade places, you end up with HOH, which is water, a liquid, and the other piece, sodium chloride, dissolves really well in water, so it makes an aqueous compound. But none of those things have a color associated with it. So the video I just showed you turned purple because it uses a compound which can turn purple in the presence of base. It's called phenolphthalein and it's kind of a cool little thing that chemists can use. But do realize a lot of times acids and bases you won't see anything at all. They look clear before and they look clear after. The net ionic reaction with these is always OH minus plus H plus making water. Remember that anything in the AQ is spectator, so that includes the sodium and the chloride ions. So you really just have the formation of water, and that's the driving force. That's why acids and bases are so important. This really reacts, this really applies super well to all strong acid and strong base reactions. And if you do these just right, where the moles are equal, you can have what's called a neutralization reaction, which is technically when the acids and the bases have wiped each other out. Sometimes neutralization is applied when the moles aren't the same, but we'll talk about those kind of things later. Anyway, in an acid-base reaction or a <coughs> neutralization reaction, you always make water, H2O, and you'll usually make what's chemically called a salt. Now, a salt in the real world is table salt, sodium chloride, and you do get sodium chloride chloride from sodium hydroxide plus hydrochloric acid. But a salt technically is just the product of an acid-base reaction. You'll make water and some kind of salt, all right? So chemicals definition, chemists' definition of salt is a little bit different than the real world. Eh, what else is new? But anyway, we've now looked at precipitation reactions, which was the first type. Now we're looking at acid-base reactions, which is the second type. These are both double displacement or exchange reactions, we have one more double displacement type of reaction to look at. When calcium carbonate, marble, is placed in hydrochloric acid, carbonic acid is produced, which is converted to gaseous carbon dioxide and water in a gas-forming reaction.
So I showed two videos right there. The first video showed the reaction of calcium carbonate, which is an insoluble compound. Carbonates, big negative polyatomics, usually insoluble, and this one is when it's with calcium. Reacts with hydrochloric acid. It makes, it's a double displacement that calcium and the H plus trade places. You end up with calcium chloride. Chloride is usually AQ, unless it's with mercury, silver, or lead. Calcium is not one of them, so it's AQ, but you also make H2CO3. H2CO3 is called carbonic acid. It's an unstable acid, and carbonic acid under normal situations will break down into carbon dioxide and water. And because the CO2 forms, this type of reaction is called a gas-forming reaction. It's usually the reaction between an acid, like hydrochloric acid, Acid and a carbonate. So it can be calcium carbonate, magnesium carbonate, whatever. But as you as the student have to realize that first of all, A, this is a double displacement slash exchange reaction. And second of all, be on the lookout for H2CO3. This does not stay as H2CO3. It breaks down into CO2 and water. And that's why the third type of reaction you were looking at, gas forming reaction. Now, it's not just H2CO3 you have to look at. Look out for, if you see ammonium hydroxide formed in a reaction, that's another one that oftentimes dissociates, breaks down into ammonia, NH3, and water. So a gas-forming reaction is a reaction where the cations trade places with each other. They go through the dance. On the product side, be on the lookout for H2CO3 and also ammonium hydroxide. Both of those break down into a gas, CO2 for carbonic acid, ammonia in the case of ammonium hydroxide, plus water. And these are kind of uh, interesting. Geologists use gas-forming reactions. Sometimes when they want to identify a carbonate in the field, they'll add a little acid to it. And if they see bubbling, which is CO2 for the carbonate, uh, that means they've got the carbonate rock. Um, chemists can use it in other ways as well. So the third type of reaction is called the gas forming reaction. Gas forming reactions are a little bit tricky because you have to look out for H2CO3 or NH4OH and they do sometimes pop up. This question states, which equation below best represents the balanced net ionic reaction for the reaction of magnesium carbonate with nitric acid? So magnesium carbonate, MgCO3. Magnesium carbonate reacts with nitric acid, nitric acid HNO3. So those are the right chemicals. This is a uh, balanced net ionic reaction. So this is an exchange. The magnesium and the H plus will trade. You'll end up with magnesium dancing with nitrate, MgNO3 2, and you also end up with H plus and CO3. And if you remember, these two come together initially to make what looks like H2CO3, carbonic acid. Carbonic acid breaks down into CO2 and water. So really, this reaction right here is the balanced molecular version of the reaction. We have to add a big two in front of the HNO3 to make sure the nitrates and the H pluses balance out, but that's good to go. 
However, it is not the net ionic equation. Net ionic equations, you pull out the spectators. So you've got to look in the first one for an ion or, or, or polyatomic ion, whatever, that's in both of the aqueous forms. And in A, nitric acid is aqueous and magnesium nitrate is aqueous. And guess what? Both of those have a nitrate. All right, nitrate in this reaction is a spectator. And in a net ionic reaction, you don't want any spectator ions. So obviously C is out because if nitrate's a spectator, that shouldn't be there. D is out, nitrate, once again, a nitric acid. However, if you look at B carefully, HNO3 without the NO3 minus is H plus. MgNO32 aqueous is Mg2 plus without the nitrate. So in this reaction, answer B is the correct one. Um, notice that magnesium carbonate is insoluble. Carbonates are usually insoluble unless there was sodium, potassium, ammonium, stuff like that. Uh, but on the other side, when it turns into carbonic acid, that further breaks down into H2O and, C H2O and CO2. The fourth type of reaction is called a combustion reaction. We looked at these a little bit in the last section. They're very helpful for chemists, especially chemists in uh, organic chemistry and biochemistry. The combustion is just another term for burning. And so sometimes you'll see these listed as burning reactions, but that scene I think is a little blue collar or something, I don't know. Combustion reaction is the fancy name. In a combustion reaction, you have something organic. And we saw examples of these in the last section, but something organic can be things with carbon and hydrogen, or as we saw at the end of the last section, carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. You can even have carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, and oxygen, something like that. And the products will be water and CO2 if you just have carbon, hydrogen, and or oxygen. If you do have nitrogen, you'll end up with some nitrogen dioxide. Um, we have seen examples of this. Uh, here's C2H4. Again, that's something organic because you've got carbon and hydrogen. It reacts with oxygen. That's the burning part. And you end up making water and CO2 when everything is balanced out. These are pretty high energy. So everything in this example is a gas. On the other hand, you can have compounds with nitrogen. All right, here's a compound with some nitrogen. Um, when it happens, you end up making nitrogen dioxide. These aren't as common, but it is totally feasible. So the combustion reaction is the fourth type of reaction. Something organic plus O2 makes CO2 plus water, maybe NO2 if you had nitrogen to begin with, uh, things like that. And again, they're helpful when you want to find formulas for compounds, things like that.